Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Amazing Race. We are doing season six, episode two today, and that aired... I'm finding it. Let's <laughs> see, Jessica's <laughs> typing it in. By now, yeah. we should probably... I know, I always forget until we, like, start <laughs> recording. Air date. November of 2004 sometime. November 23rd, 2004, so probably, like, Thanksgiving week. Yeah. And I I actually quite liked this episode. Yeah, this episode, but still drama and fighting. Oh, yeah. But, like, it was, it was, um, like, good drama at the end, you know, like a, who's it going to be? Yeah, like, race drama, not Not people drama. drama. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because last episode, we said there was too much of that and not enough racing. So hopefully we're moving in the right direction. <laughs> I don't know. It never gets better. But <laughs> well, probably not. Based on these teams here. So <laughs> we have Hayden and Aaron. They are departing the pit stop at 4.57 a.m. And the clue says fly to Oslo, Norway. When you land, drive yourself 30 miles to the Homer Holman Colon ski jump <laughs> to find the next clue. So we're in another country that has a hard spelling. So don't judge us. <laughs> Yeah, Icelandic, Norwegian. Pretty sure going to Sweden next. So all these Scandinavian countries, but and we find out that Hayden and Aaron only met ten months ago. Yeah, that's a lot to do with somebody you've only known for ten months. So (laughs) interesting. (laughs) I didn't realize that. And then the next teams are all leaving one right after the other. There's not really much going on while they're leaving. So. Chris and John, they're the long-distance dating couple. They're leaving at 5.42. Lena and Christy, the Salt Lake City sisters, at 5.44. Freddie and Kendra, the dating actors. Models. Oh, models. Hayden and Aaron are the dating actors. Actors, Yeah. (laughs) At 4.56. Oh, 5.46. John and Victoria, the most annoying people on the whole race. Well, John, at least. At 5.48. Lori and Bolo, the wrestlers at 5.50. Adam and Rebecca, the the exes. Yeah, the people trying to figure out their relationship at 6.33. Meredith and Maria, the roommates from Queens at 6.34. Dawn and Mary Jean, the grandparents at 6.38. And Gus and Hera, the father-daughter at 6.56. So there's a whole two hours between these teams. Yeah. But there's a big gap between team one... And then the second batch of like one, two, three, four, five teams, and then another big gap between the next yeah. five four teams. But they all go to the airport and they all get on the same flight. Mm-hmm. Cause so not yeah. much is happening right now because they'll there's no airport <laughs> drama. <clears throat> one thing that did happen, like as the teams were leaving and they do kind of like those little cuts to their interviews, Victoria Nothing. She says nothing. And Jonathan's like, stop panicking. Yeah. She's like, I'm not panicking. He's like, well, then stop whining. She's like, I'm not whining. <laughs> I know. I just, I cannot with him. He, he, <laughs> we're only on episode two and I would have to say he's probably the worst person to be on a reality show. Honestly, he's really bad. <laughs> yeah. And I like... I know that these are real people and they have real feelings and they might be really listening to this podcast one day. But also, if you're a bad person, like, we shouldn't give you the benefit of a doubt. 
And also, it's like people say, oh, the way they edited edited it. <laughs> edited it. We laugh at that word every time we say it. <laughs> it's, you know, they can change who people are with their personality stuff. But right. only so much. Yeah. This is all this, him. <laughs> yes. They, they probably edit out a lot. Yeah, it might be even worse than (laughs) what they are showing us. They could probably do a whole episode of how bad he is. And yeah, it's, oh my gosh, like it's agony to watch him. I really hope that they leave soon because I'm just like, I can't take it. We're over it. Yeah, but we're only in episode two. Yeah. When all the teams land in Oslo and they're getting to their vehicles because they have to drive themselves. Lena and Christy met a man on the airplane, and he volunteered his own son to go with them. He's like, here, he'll go with you. <laughs> and help them get to where they need to go. And I, what yeah. was his name? Like, it was Audie, like Audie, Augie or something like that. He was like a teenage boy. Yeah. Just in the car with these grown women. Just don't know where to yeah. go. And Christy was like, would you have volunteered if we were big hairy men? And he's like, no. Because <laughs> they are very, like, attractive, cute yeah, girls. Yeah, they're cute. I yeah. know. I thought that's so funny. Like the father's like, "Yes, take my son, you strangers." <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out these cars are stick shifts, Ooh. and Maria has a very hard time driving the stick shift. And Meredith doesn't help her either because she's like, "I don't she's know what like, I'm doing. I couldn't do so any better." So keep trying because I can't do it. And she really struggles this whole episode with that. Yeah, they're like trying to get out of the parking lot, and like teams are stuck behind her, and she's like crying because i mean can you imagine just like everybody waiting on you and like you don't know how to drive this car and just this high pressure situation Mm -hmm. i would also cry Mm -hmm. (laughs) but also why do people not learn how to drive a stick shift before they come on this race because i understand they live in new york they probably don't even have a car but still yeah because they say it's like you need to know how to do it yeah when you're signing up for the race I know. I don't know why. <laughs> and it seems like it's very late at night or the middle of the night yeah. or something because it's very dark and lots yeah. of teams are getting lost. They're kind of struggling. And at this point, again, John and Victoria are fighting and he literally tells her to shut up. I'm like, if my husband told me to shut up, yeah. I would literally be out of that car on a flight home to sign the divorce papers. Like never, yeah. ever would I... Except the way that he was treating her. No. <laughs> like that is, he, he's awful to her. And they call her Botox and him blue hair. They're like Botox and blue hair. She does have very high eyebrows. Like, yes, they're very thin too. Yeah. It was, but that was the style back then. Yeah. So it's not like, it just looks weird to us now. I just feel so bad for her in this relationship. And Don and Mary Jean are like, they're like, we know that we're not like stronger than these young kids but we were supposed to be smarter like yeah. when they got lost yeah they said that. they're like what's happening well eventually they get to this ski jump christy and, and lena yeah because they have help yeah that guy actually helped them out a lot and it turns out to be a roadblock and it says who's ready to perform an olympic olympian feat so they have oh and then this is when phil jumps in he says this is a new rule. No person on a team can perform six roadblocks, more, more than, than six, six roadblocks in the race. Yep. Which we expected or Jessica said was coming. Yeah. Which is good because if you guys weren't with us last season, 
It was, was very, very uneven. Because <laughs> all three teams who ended up in the top three, the men did 10 every... out of 11 roadblocks yeah. and the girl partner did one roadblock. Which is not fair. Yeah. So I think this is a great change. Yes. And so, <clears throat> yeah, with 11 to 12 legs, that means one person will do six and one will do five mm-hmm. or maybe six. But sometimes they would don't have a roadblock. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it makes it more even. So this is great. Yes. Chris and John also got there the same time as Lena and Christy. Mm-hmm. And Chris was like, as a geography major in school, I know where we're going and how to get there. Like, how does that actually help you? I, know. I was also a geography major, but. Did you that, study every city? I know. I was like, that doesn't mean that I would know how to get around in also yeah. Norway. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was a weird comment, but. That was weird. <laughs> and well, this roadblock says. You have to climb the stairs up this, what is a ski jump? Ski jump, yeah. And zip line a thousand feet down to receive the next clue. So there, there's a lot of stairs. It's really high up mm-hmm. there. Christy and John choose to do the road roadblock. John goes first. He has no trouble. Christy is a little afraid, but not bad. It does look pretty high. Like. They, yeah. they get up there and like the camera like shows the angle down there. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. I don't know how per- people like actually ski jump could actually ski jump. That, that is like so the craziest. Like, how do you do it for the first time? I know. How do you even <laughs> decide that you're gonna do that and yeah. then like just start doing that? There's that one movie. Ed is it Ed oh, the Eagle. Yeah, with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, that would be terrifying to just be like, okay, I'm just gonna jump. I know off this hill. <laughs> It looks terrifying. Yeah, that was that would not be one that I would choose. No. And then Maria's still getting stuck, and she's like at a toll station, and and gets stuck there and stuff. And then all these other teams are arriving. So Adam and Rebecca get there, and (coughs) (coughs) okay. (laughs) So Adam and Rebecca get there. And they can't decide who would do it. And Adam seems really scared. And Rebecca's like, I'll do it. And he's like, no, I should do it. Well, she's like, well, you're going to wimp out on me? And he seems really scared. I'm like, just let her do it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be a manly man and step up. Like, you, she has to do six, five or six anyways. Like, let her do this one. But he does it. Yeah. And he keeps saying, I love you, mom. Tell my mom I yeah. love her. I love my mom. <laughs> it's like, okay, we get it. You love your mom. <laughs> and he says it going the whole way down. Yeah. I love oh, you, I love mom. <laughs> Like he's definitely like a mama's boy. Yeah. So then Bolo. Bolo finished third, Adam fourth, Hera does it, she does it fifth, Kendra does it sixth. And when they finish the roadblock, it has a clue that says, drive yourself 50 miles to the village of Branbu and find the Viking village to receive the next clue. So since Lena and Christy were first, they are first to leave, but this is where they leave Audie or whatever his name mm-hmm. is they just like they're like thank you bye i'm like <laughs> it's the middle of the night and you're like he's i wonder just if- like a teenager i'm like yeah, yeah i'm wondering does he probably does he have a phone he could call his dad come pick me up yeah they <laughs> these ladies are done with me <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there's like i don't know maybe there's good public transportation yeah. i don't know yeah i was like well what, are you just gonna leave him there <laughs> Yeah, it was really silly. They're like, okay, bye, thanks. <laughs> but he did help them out because they're the first to get there. Yeah, and they needed him later. We'll come back to that. But. Yeah. When they get there, it says, in the morning, the teams will split into five teams of five 
Well, they're supposed to stay at this Viking village overnight. That's what they're doing. Yeah. And then in the morning, the teams will split into two teams of five. It's up to the teams to pick who will be on each team. You'll race these Viking ships across the fjord to the dock to get the next clue. So then all the teams are finishing the roadblock and arriving and things like that. I don't know why Jonathan had to do it without his shirt. Yeah. That seemed unnecessary. Yeah. And Don and Mary Jean kind of had a little bit of an argument here because Mary Jean was like, we agreed that if there was any height challenges, I would do them because I won't be able to do the strength ones. Yeah. And Don seems kind of scared of heights a little bit. Yeah. But he just immediately was like, I have, I'm not yeah, going to let you do I this. I better do it. I'm not yeah. going to let you do this. And she's like going up the stairs and stuff. And she's like, I'm pissed. Yeah. She was mad. <laughs> but he also said that he had been there before. He's like, I was here yeah. 52 years ago. And it's different going up those stairs when you're 17 and when you're 70, whatever. Yeah. So was he in the Olympics or something? I don't know. Yeah. I was like, why, why would you have been in that spot? That's a very random place to be there. I know. And they should have like expounded on that. Yeah. I was like, what what what? <laughs> you left us hanging. What are you one? talking about? Maybe we'll learn more later. I don't know. Um, yeah, the teams don't really struggle with it. They just all kind of get up there and do it. Yeah, the it was struggle a pretty is, easy one. Yeah, the struggle is Maria and Mary, Maria, Maria and Meredith. <laughs> but they call each other Mary. Like Meredith, she says Mary. Like Maria is in the front. She's like, sorry, Mary. Meredith oh. is in the back. I'm like, who's Mary and who's Maria? Like, I can't. I don't know who's who. It took me <laughs> All a while. All names to... sound the same, and they look kind of similar too. Yeah. So yeah, and they're not related. No. They sound the same, look the same, yeah, and have the same name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so getting from the ski jump to the Viking village, some people have a hard time, like John and Victoria. So Victoria is in the back doing the map, and John is frustrated because. They don't know where they're going. It's pitch black. It's like hard to see road signs probably or places on the map. You know, he has no patience for her. He's rude to her. They stop and ask for directions and Victoria gets out. She says, write it down, write it down. And he's like, he literally pushes her away, like physically Physically pushes her. her. And it's like, are you serious? That is, (laughs) I I can't, I can't. And And he also didn't write it down. Yeah, he also didn't write it down, and he's just being so obnoxious. So Lena and Christy were at the village, and then there was one other team that got there. I think John and Chris, probably. And then Lena, uh, John and Victoria are the third ones to get there. Yeah, so somehow. They get, yeah, they get out of the car, and John is running. He's like, we're first, we're first, we're number one, we're number one, like screaming through the forest. And the other teams are like at Victoria's the campground. Victoria's like, no, we're not. There's people up there. Yeah. And they can hear him coming and screaming that they're number one. And she's like, no, we're not number one. There's people up there. And he's like screaming and gets there. And he's like, oh, we're not number one. And so, like, this part is so crazy. Like, so Lena and Chrissy are just standing there with, like, cups of hot chocolate in their hand or something. Yeah. And John and Victoria are right in front of them. And John is just, like, screaming, I am so proud of myself. If I would have followed you, we would have been lost. You're so stupid. I listened to myself and I am so proud of myself. I am so smart. And those two sisters are literally standing there, jaws on the floor. Yeah, they're like, I cannot believe that this is happening right now. Literally, their eyes are like, (laughs) is this a joke or is this for real life? Like, is this 
and they're looking at victoria like are you listening are you okay yeah <laughs> literally they're like giving her like i blink if you need help <laughs> and victoria's like laughing and she's like i know i'm sorry i and she's apologizing to john and they're looking at her like i literally if i was in that situation we like we'd probably do the exact same thing i know thing. we'd be like uh <laughs> lena at one point they they show up and the first thing he says is like i don't remember i thought i wrote it down but lena was like I'm so proud of you. Like, <laughs> yeah, so not sincere. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's like, Victoria, you just need to look inside of yourself and change something because I'm so proud of myself and I got us here. And yeah, yeah I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know. Literally, if we were in that, if we were in that situation, I don't know I what I would have said done. something. <laughs> I've been like, okay, good for you. Bye. Yeah. Or like, be like, are you like, Victoria? Yeah. Do you need to be? safe from this situation yeah like do you are you in danger oh <laughs> anyway so <laughs> all these other teams start arriving and they spend the night nothing yeah. major happens well hayden and aaron who left the pit stop first were one of the last ones to do the roadblock yeah. so that was a little bit interesting but it doesn't really matter that much because they are all spending the night in this place and so yeah. in the morning they wake up i don't know it doesn't really show us how they chose the teams but it ends up being that Lori and bolo rebecca and adam hayden and aaron chris and john and lena and christy are on boat one and then boat two is gus and Hera, jonathan and victoria maria and meredith Freddie and Kendra and Don and Mary Jean and there's a clear discrepancy on mm-hmm. like the strength of these teams and they even said that yeah. they're like all the young fit people Bolo and Lori are probably stronger than like six people combined true so <laughs> and it seems like the second boat like they probably just got put together from like the other team probably picked yeah and the last team just got put together yeah so I was wondering if it was like the, f- the teams that kind of just like showed up first, but Hayden and Aaron were almost last, but they were still in the better boat. And John and Victoria were at first, and they did not pick yeah. them to be in their teams, so which I wouldn't either. And all those poor people that were in Jonathan's boat because yeah. they were going, the other boat did really well. They were very in sync. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job. And so Meredith, was it Meredith? Was sitting yeah. behind Jonathan, yeah. and her oar hit his or something, and he started yelling at her, like screaming, turned yeah. around and screamed at He's her. He's like, "If you don't know how to do it, then just don't. If you're gonna do that, just don't do it." Yeah, and like everybody was just kind of like looking at him, like, "Yeah, it was very loud." Oh, and, and another obnoxious. thing that happened in the boats, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. It it seems so insignificant at first, and then well, it, it seems like weird that they would point out because they did like slow motion. Did you see the that? sunglasses? Yeah. Yeah. So Adam of Adam and Rebecca are he's wearing his sunglasses and they're like they don't have them sitting by their teammates. They're like Adam was kind of in the front of the boat and Rebecca was kind of in the back of the boat. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Adam, take off your sunglasses so you can see better. And he's like, he's like, shut up. Yeah. And then but he still takes his sunglasses off. And it's slow motion as he takes them off and puts them down <laughs> like in his pocket. I'm like so we'll come back to that too because that's not the end of this story so when the first boat gets to the dock they get to the clue and it says take a train 200 miles to the town of Voss and then drive five miles to the marked bridge for the next clue so we know all these teams now need to drive themselves to the train station and when they're getting there like from the boats to their cars 
Freddie and Kendra, one of them, dropped the clue in the parking lot mm-hmm. and, like, didn't see it. And she's like, where is it? And he's like, I don't know. I'll just go back and get another one. So he opens the clue box and grabs another clue and then gets back in the car. Yeah. And this seemed so insignificant also. Yeah. I I didn't even write it down. Yeah. And, yeah. It comes into play. Mm-hmm. And then the second boat gets <clears throat> to the dock and they all get in their cars too. And then this is when Meredith, she's in the car and she's so crying because she's so she, sad. Yeah, she's so upset. And I and would be too. Yeah. She's like, I'm not his wife. He doesn't have to scream at me because yeah. he screams at his wife all the time. No. Can you imagine like somebody, like some guy that you don't know just like yelling at you? Yeah. I would be like, excuse me? Yeah. Worry about yourself, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we leave Oslo, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Okay. So this is about Oslo and kind of Norway in general. So Oslo is the capital and the most populous city of Norway. There is about 1,064,000 people in the city with the metropolitan area of 1.5 million. This is where huh? it says it says the municipality has a population of 709,000. The greater urban area is 1,064,000. The metropolitan area is 1.5 million. So what's the difference <laughs> between the urban area and the metropolitan area? Cuz the metro area seems smaller. Interesting. I've never heard it like listed out three different yeah. things. Yeah. So there's been a long history of people there and there was, um, you know, it was very like a major place during the Viking age and it was founded as a city at the end of 1040 and it has been a major trading post for ever since and a lot of maritime companies and stuff happened in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most, it exports the most salmon i knew any. you were gonna say salmon <laughs> really? i was thinking of cinderella story oh yeah <laughs> it costs a fortune to fly this salmon in from norwegia <laughs> yeah. so oslo is the economic and governmental center of norway it was ranked number one in quality of life among european cities in 2012 in 2011 a study uh, conducted said it was the second most expensive city to live in the world after Tokyo and Oslo's population was increasing at record rates during the early 2000s making it the fastest growing major city in Europe this growth stems from international immigration and high birth rates and intranational migration the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony is in Oslo every year at the Oslo City Hall a third of the country is in the Arctic Circle, and the, the country is nicknamed the Land of the Midnight Sun. Women in Norway get 44 weeks of fully paid maternity leave. Oh, my gosh. And men get six weeks fully paid paternity leave. That's so nice. Education is completely free, including college. And income tax is around 25%. But people say, like, we believe in paying taxes and we don't mind. We know it goes to, like, the greater good. We pay 25% in America and don't get any And don't get stuff. anything. <laughs> I know. When it says, like, it was, like, this major fact. They pay 25% of income tax. I'm like, yeah, so do we. We get nothing. Yeah. We just pay for the military. That's it. <laughs> I'd rather have paternity leave and maternity and, and leave. Almost a whole year. That's so yeah. nice. That's awesome. And college and education and yeah. health care. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to move. 
And also the people <laughs> the people of Oslo donate the Trafalgar Square Christmas tree to London every year to pay gratitude to the people of London for assistance during World War II. And Oslo hosted the Winter Olympics Olympics in 1952. Okay, so if they hosted the Olympics in 1952 and it's 2004 when this was filmed, what was 52 years ago of 2004? 1952. Yeah. So I guess he was at the Olympics. So was he in the Olympics? Like, what, know, would, they, what would... They should, like, say that. Was he a ski jumper in the Olympics? Like, why? I don't... Okay. I'm going to look it up because I know <laughs> when they get eliminated. You keep going. Okay. Then the next city that we go to is Voss. And Voss is, is a traditional district in Norway. And it is 2,042 square kilometers, the 35th largest by area of Norway's 356 municipalities, 77th most populous city in Norway. Its population density is 8.1 inhabitants per square kilometer. Not a lot. It's surrounded by snow-capped mountains, forests, lakes, whitewater rivers, it's a notable center for skiing, water sports, skydiving, paragliding, and other adventure sports. Every year, the last week of June, the area hosts the Extreme Sports Week. It's a really long Norwegian name that I was about to pronounce, but <laughs> I'm not going to even try it. And it looks very beautiful. I can only find that he was in healthcare and skiing was one of his hobbies. But this is just like a very quick search. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Maybe when they're eliminated. If they're eliminated. You think they're going to win? We'll get to know. Huh? <laughs> I said you think they're going to win? No. <laughs> we but, love them so much. But yeah. it's just usually not in the cards for some of the other elite teams to be the winners. Yeah. But we're glad that they're there. Yeah. And they also get a discount on the train. Oh a senior gosh. citizen discount. Yeah, that is so funny. He asks, do senior citizens get do senior citizens get a discount? Yes. Oh great. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So Lena and Christy were the first ones from the first boat to get to the train station. And then Freddie and Kendra and Maria and Meredith were the second to get there. So all other four teams on that first boat got lost. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Especially since Meredith and Maria got there first. That was weird. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> you actually could drive the car? Yeah. And then this is where we have Adam and Rebecca. Uh-huh. And we talked about the sunglasses. So he there, he yells at her, basically. He's like, if you ever tell me to take my glasses off again, I'm never talking to you. Yeah. And he's so mean about it. Yeah. He's like, I lost my sunglasses. I took them off because you told me to. I lost them in the boat. It's your fault. I've never. Blah, blah, blah. And then he says that and she's in the backseat just falling. And he is not nice to her. No. Which is another team. And it's it's the one team that says that they are exes and they're trying to see if they're they have a future or if they're going to reconcile their relationship. I'm like, girl, no. I know. What is he what is he bringing to the table? He is right. he's weird and he's mean and he has ugly hair. 
like, and he's apparently a mama's boy. Um, <laughs> Adam, if you're listening, too, but... Adam, if you're listening, I really, if your hair is different, I really hope so. I'm sorry if you're offended by that, but it was not, it was not cool. <laughs> it was, not... it wasn't cool in 2004. It's not cool now. No. <laughs> well, so then she pr- kind of pulls him aside at the train station and she's like, like our relationship right now is not good. And like, I don't feel like this relationship is going to last any lo- like any longer. If you keep acting like this, it makes me not have good feelings towards you. And then he walks towards the train tracks and he's like, should I just jump on the tracks? Yeah. Well, I'm going to jump on the tracks. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to jump on the tracks. That was like, okay, you have got to get out of this relationship. Yeah. That is toxic and like you're gonna kill yourself because she wants to leave you. Like I'm, and you can tell by her reaction. It's not the first time he's like threatened stuff like that before, or said stuff like that before. Yeah. I'm like, this is not healthy, and yeah. that is annoying. And she's like, you're such a drama king. And then he comes back, and he's like, I don't. I he don't, starts crying. I don't want you to not love me. Yeah. And then she was like. When he's sorry, he's really sorry. And I can just tell that he means it. And he's really remorseful. And his whole demeanor has changed. (laughs) And I'm very interested to see how long that lasts. Because this seems like a toxic cycle where she says something and he threatens to end his life. And then he's very sorry. And then she feels bad for him. Then he's going to get mean again. This is going to happen. I'm sure this has happened to them a million times. I don't remember. I didn't remember this. Because this is, you know, obviously the one that I've watched recently. It's still been two years ago, so I've forgotten a lot of, like, the little details. And then they get on the train, and they're, like, laughing and smiling. And yeah. I'm like, what? She's also a very pretty girl, and she seems very nice. Yeah. I'm like, you could do way you better. You could find somebody yeah. that loves you and doesn't yeah. act like that. Yes. Well, they arrive in Voss, and it's another stick shift car, mm-hmm. unfortunately, for Meredith and Maria. <laughs> Yes. And they drive to this bridge. It's only a, fi- a few miles away. And when they get there, it's a detour. And the choices are endurance or accuracy. And endurance is they have to roller ski a 1.7 mile, 7.5 mile course. That's it. And then accuracy is they have to play three traditional games that were played by the Vikings. There's one called Coup. So I don't know. I tried to turn on the subtitles and I kept like, I couldn't figure it out. I didn't write down the Viking names of it. Well, that's the, just this specific game I think was called Coup. So there's eight little logs in a circle, like square blocks, basically, that are around. And then there's one taller block in the middle called the king. So you have to knock our, the eight blocks over first and then the center block. And if then you knock the center one over first, you have to start over. Yes. So and then once you do that, the next the next thing is um axe throwing and only one team member throws the axe and then the other one then has to shoot an arrow into a target so lena and christy choose endurance so do hayden and aaron laurie and bolo bolo says let's do accuracy and then laurie's like but in accuracy you have to be accurate (laughs) yeah he's like okay (laughs) and then yeah they do endurance and she does not like that or and she struggles it's really that part's really funny but yeah this one <laughs> they both seem kind of hard yeah it'd be hard to choose what to do because the roller ski it's like they're like roller blades but really long skis. That, it looks scary yeah 
Because they're going downhill, too. Yeah. If it was flat, then maybe. But, like, going downhill and not having, like, that much control, it looked pretty hard. So, it's, like, the ones where it's, like, I know that I'll be done in one and three quarters of a mile. Yeah. It's the linear one that you're, like, I know I'll be done when I'm done. Yeah. And the other one is, like, luck or skill. Mm -hmm. So, it'd be hard to choose on this one. And at the end of it, it kind of seems like both of them took – there wasn't one that was, like, the clear – faster yeah. one than if you were good at the bow and arrow and the axe then it yeah. was faster but not everybody was and a lot of them switch so a lot mm-hmm. of them go and like try to do the roller <laughs> skiing and then they see what they actually have to do and they're like oh no 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 let's yeah we're not doing that so like chris and john switch and i think don and mary jean mary jean maybe they don't yeah Lori <laughs> is struggling with the roller ski and Bola's like laughing at her because she really did look silly, but that's just, like, not her. Like, she is a physical person, but probably not, like, balance and stuff like yeah. that. Anyways, it was silly the way he was laughing. At it wasn't, like, super mean he was laughing at her. It was one of the times where it was, like, silly. Yeah. It was Freddie and Kendra were one of the others that switched. Oh, yeah. And then Adam and Rebecca, they switched, too. And then they switched again. Switched back, yeah. They Because they did the games for a while. And yeah. they, like, couldn't get it and. Freddie was like, do people actually do this? Did they do this for fun? This seems like the biggest waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's okay for people to do things just for fun. Like, yeah. Not everything has to be productive. A waste of time. Yeah. Just enjoying <laughs> the outdoors and <laughs> yes, physical I've actually fitness. played that game. <laughs> the roller ski? Oh, no. The oh. the coup game. The logs. Oh. Where you have to knock over the blocks. It looks fun. fun. It looks yeah. like a fun yard game. Kind of, you know, like easy to explain for kids and mm-hmm. stuff. So, and it starts raining, and it starts raining really yeah, hard. They were soaked. Those people doing the roller ski—that doesn't—that looks kind of miserable to do it in yeah. the rain. Well, Gus and Hera finish the detour first because they do yeah. the accuracy really quickly, and I was very excited and impressed by them because they've been a little bit at the back. Yeah. Well, definitely at the back. They left. They got last place. They were last. Episode. Yeah. And they get the clue that says, "Drive yourself 15 miles to Nashimstinet." Did you get Nesheim Student? Oh, Nesheim Student. Which is a thousand year old traditional farm and the pit stop. <laughs> so, yeah. And Phil says, may be eliminated. So I think that this also may be like when they started learning that people caught on. Yeah. When it was Will versus May. Yes. It should always say May. Always say May. It seems like this might be the beginning of that. Except for season 35, where every episode is Will. Yes. So Chris and John then finish the detour, and as they're leaving the detour, there's like the words pop up at the bottom, and Chris, Gus and Hera are like, yeah, turn left. And then Chris and John leave, and they're like, yeah, turn left. So that you're telling us that that's going to be important because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're pointing it out that two teams said left yeah. first. Yeah, because when Lena and Christy finish, they go the wrong way. They because they they were in fourth place after the detour, and they were like, I think we have to go right. And then it was like, da, 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 da. yeah, like it's like the slow motion. You know something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, and so Gus and Hera and Chris and John, it's like. Either of them are going to be number one, but Gus and Harris stopped for directions 
turns out Chris and John are team number one. And they win a seven-night Alaskan cruise. And then John and Victoria are team two and Gus and Hera are team three. So they must have got really lost. Yeah. Because they arrived the same time as Gus and Hera. John and Victoria. They were, yeah, right there together. faster than them. So then this is another time at the detour. So Don made the decision for him and Mary Jean. He was going to do the axe throwing. So she had to do the bow and arrow. And that's another time she's like, I'm pissed. Yeah. Because <laughs> she said, she's like, I I did this course at college for a whole semester and I never hit the target even one time. And you know that story. <laughs> He's like, I know. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> In their little interview after that, she's like, no, Dawn said, we made the mistake of not remembering that Mary Jean can't do archery. And she's like, who made the mistake? <laughs> He's like, I did. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so funny that she's like, I did a whole semester of archery yeah. and I never hit the target. But she gets it. Yeah, she and does. And they're in the car driving to the pit stop and they're both like emotional because they were like mean to each other. And she's like, I don't even care if we win. I'm so sorry. Like, I just never want to be mad at you. And mm-hmm. they were, they're so cute. And it seems like they thought they were maybe going to be last. Because, oh, okay, so another thing happens. So it's kind of hard to tell who is finishing the detour at what time. So we'll just tell you when people check in. But Dawn and Mary Jean leave, and then Adam and Rebecca finish, and they go get to a car, and they get in. They're like, this is not our car. Yeah. And they go to another car. They're like, this is not our car. And they go to another, this is not our car. And then we go to Dawn and Mary Jean, and Mary Jean's in the backseat. She turns around, and she's like, this is not our car. (laughs) took the wrong car so they have to turn out back and go all the way back yes. and give adam and rebecca their car and then go so then i think at the end they think that they're like glass yeah and that's when they're and they're yeah crying yeah and then so don's like well we have to go back and get our car and mary jean's like no we don't and he's like yeah we do we can't take their stuff and she, so She's that's like, probably like, a rule stealing. <laughs> yeah well and it probably is a rule that yeah. you like can't take anybody else's stuff <laughs> so anyway so they go back and switch and Adam and Rebecca get in their car. Mm-hmm. and So team number four to check in are Hayden and Aaron. And team number five are Lori and Bolo. And Lori grabs Phil's jacket and shakes him. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is when we see the sisters are driving in the wrong direction. They're very lost. Yes. And then team number six are Freddie and Kendra. Well, no. Well, the sixth team to arrive on yes. the map. <laughs> six to arrive. But because they lost their clue and Freddie took another clue, which is against the rules, they got a 30-minute penalty. So they're just kind of waiting there. And then Adam and Rebecca check in as Team 6. And Don and Mary Jean are Team Mm 7. And at this point, Freddie and Kendra have like 13 minutes left. And so you're like, oh my gosh, like how... So yeah, Freddie and Kendra are sitting there waiting for their time to run down. The The sisters are lost. The roommates... Are just finishing the detour. So yeah. this is like, okay, what's going to happen? Very neck and neck, seems like. But Phil says, Freddie and Kendra, you can come to the mat. And he checks them in as team number eight. And then Lena and Christy get there, team number nine, which means Meredith and Maria are team number 10. And they are the last team to arrive and they are eliminated. Yes. But... They are, they're okay with it. They're like, we figured it's okay. They've really been struggling. Yeah. I like them. They're very nice and I want them mm -hmm. to stay. Like last episode, I'm like, I really wish they'd get one of those other teams out that 
are driving me nuts. Yeah. Because they're really nice and I like them, but they're, they've been struggling. <laughs> yeah. They're not like super memorable, but I think that's only because there are so many other people to focus on that are like cause more drama. Yeah. So, yeah. And this seemed like a really long leg, like it, because they stayed overnight at the Viking village. So it was probably like a two day long leg. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like seemed like forever. Yeah. And they struggled to drive the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so they're yes. probably tired and just, <laughs> yeah, they've been stressed out and like, struggling whatever. and they're just ready to be done. <laughs> so they, their average was nine. So they took eighth and then tenth. And there's not really a whole lot of like trivia about them. Like we said, at some point, everybody's already been like the first of something and they mm-hmm. were not the first of anything. So, but they both do have a Facebook page and Meredith, it looks like she got married a couple of years ago and has a little girl that was born in like 2022. So she was like 40 something, 43 when her daughter was born. Yeah. But yeah. She looks super happy. Great. And Maria, oh, where'd it go? Maria also got married, and it looks like she has a couple of sons. Oh, actually, no, a son and a daughter. But she doesn't post on Facebook very often. The last time she updated her cover photo was 2016, and the little boy looks like maybe three or four, and the little girl looks less than one. And that was 2016, seven years ago. So things could have changed since then yeah but and they're still friends on facebook good there's not a whole lot about them that i can find but usually some of these teams that get eliminated earlier were not quite as interested and so many years ago (laughs) yeah social media wasn't as big of a thing yeah so they were on tv for like two episodes 20 years ago and Mm -hmm. i kind of i kind of like that like it seems like these days, everybody that's on The Amazing Race already has, like, a huge following. Mm-hmm. And that's probably part of the reason they get casted. Mm-hmm. Or, like, as soon as they get off the race, they start a podcast. There are so many racers that do, like, recap podcasts for, oh, like, really? the season that they're on. Like, oh, really? of this current season, there's, like, four teams that do a podcast about oh. that season. About the season. Wow. I'll have to look them up. <clears throat> yeah. So, there's... There's a ton. Like, that's the thing to do is to, like, be on the race and then you become an Instagram influencer and and that's, you know, it's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's just the way it is these days, but it's very different from what it was back in season six. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Well, we are just about to do watch and record episode three. So stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> See you soon. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. Bye.